Hi, Kelly. Hi, Mariah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Just happy to be here. <laughs> Honestly, okay. I almost forgot your name for a second. <laughs> what were you going? What were you gonna do? Were you just I, go, hi? Well, I've been like, not that I like forgot your name, but like all day today, I've just been like forgetting dumb things. I literally was like in the mirror getting ready, uh-huh. and. For a second, was like, yeah, I'm 23 years old. I'm definitely not 23 years old <laughs> no, anymore at all. I am 27 and a half. So. I was just gonna say you're pretty far from 23, actually. Uh, yeah. So oh, no. there's are that. You gonna- I'm just <clears throat> like, ah. For the Star Solid Gazette, are you just gonna tell us that you had another concussion, or, um, <laughs> or maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know. I think it's just a weird day. Been having weird dreams too. So really, yeah. yeah. I feel like I've had some weird dreams recently as well. <sighs> okay, ask me okay. your question, and then we'll talk oh, about yeah. our weird well, dreams. Well, it it actually feeds really well into the weird dreams because um, this oh, could perfect. feed your weird dreams with like mm. nonsense. Okay. Um, Kelly, if you were a vegetable, which one would you be, and how would you avoid being turned into a salad? And this is tough because we're in the Midwest and anything can be turned into a salad here. I don't really get like, what can a vegetable do? I don't know. I guess I'd be, be, I would be a bag of spinach and I would sit in the drawer. I would um, make the person feel better because they purchased me, (laughs) but I will sit there and then wilt so that they don't want to use me in a salad. Honestly, that's so true. I don't trust spinach at all. Like, I know I you you can't you get like stomach aches from yeah it. I do I am unwell eating raw spinach I just I think that's a good defense mechanism as a vegetable because I do yeah. that I buy vegetables all the time to feel uh-huh. better about myself and then just purchasing them I'm like yeah I did it and then I forget <laughs> to cook them and then they go bad so I'm not gonna lie to you I have started buying just frozen broccoli instead of fresh broccoli because I don't eat raw broccoli I usually am cooking it in something and so unless I need fresh for something I just keep frozen around because it roasts the same it's the same in a soup I'm sure it would be weird in a salad but we could figure it out I need to do that I have frozen broccoli the freezer is a black hole for me though yeah Oh my gosh, same. If it goes in the freezer, it will not come out of the freezer unless it is ice cream or like frozen chicken patties that are pre-cooked or tater tots, that kind of stuff. Yep. I like will never own a chest freezer because if I put ground beef in, it's the last day, either use it or freeze it. If I freeze it, it will just end up in the trash six months later. So gone forever. I will never use it. <laughs> that is so funny. There have been times, uh, well, so like throughout the winter, I usually have a lot of frozen vegetables and I'll use like frozen meats and things in my meal prep. So I know what's in my freezer. But then during the summer when I'm eating a lot more like not frozen foods, I genuinely just forget what my freezer looks like past what's right in front of my face. And I, you're right. I keep my ice cream front and center. Always. Always. It's the only way to live life. And by so, ice cream, I mean a coconut almond replacement version. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I found some pretty tasty ones. The Aldi brand is pretty good. Good. Yeah. I uh, used to eat dairy-free ice cream, used to buy dairy-free treat cheese, and then I accepted that I can eat dairy, and so I should eat dairy. So it's a lot cheaper and tastes a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so, I I'm sorry. You, I can't tell you how much I just miss, like, putting regular cheese on a pizza you know yeah the other day i made an egg bake to use as my like breakfast throughout the week and i had to put dairy-free cheese on top and i wasn't sure what was going to happen if i turned the broiler on it didn't do anything (laughs) there was no crispiness it doesn't brown nope it doesn't brown it just (laughs) kept (laughs) it just kept being and i was like this is sad. It got a little bit brown, but like not quickly and not well. Did it taste all right though? Yeah. Yeah. And That's you know good. what? I can have I can have goat cheese per the little tiny bit of research I've done because there's like I don't know, it's different, I guess, from cow's milk cheese. I so, love goat cheese. Same. Which is really handy. I just had goat cheese on the sandwich that I ate really quickly before we started recording so you can only handle bougie cheese yeah yes the more you know what my body is actually just rejecting anything that's not expensive at this point so uh i feel that to my core daily i'm like okay body we can't afford to eat that way i know you want to but we can't afford that all right maybe maybe get your poop in a group and don't be that way body it's just a thought Man. I sometimes think about how much money I would save if I was not gluten-free, and it yeah. would be a lot. I've stopped eating yes. frozen pizza entirely mm-hmm. because it is cheaper for me to order a Domino's pizza, and I, like, am not always in the mood for a Domino's pizza, you know? Yeah. So, like, I've just stopped. Like, I don't ever have frozen pizza anymore because the frozen pizzas are 13 bucks. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'll either order Domino's or do homemade pizza because if I'm going to spend $13 Mm -hmm. on a pizza, I'd rather it either be Domino's or I'm making it myself with like fresh mozzarella. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Honestly, this all makes sense to me. I'm on your team and I agree. Thank you. Wait. Okay. So I don't know if I've gotten your answer yet. So frozen broccoli. Are you frozen broccoli? Because no one wants to use frozen broccoli in a salad. You know what? That's actually a really I I didn't know what I was going to say, but that is a really good answer, especially because um I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but my mom was a dietitian and she was like, "Mariah, if you can't afford fresh vegetables or for whatever reason you can't get them, just buy frozen vegetables. They have the exact same nutritional content and sometimes they're even better for you than the fresh vegetables that you can buy at the store because they are truly frozen at the peak of their like nutritional value. How crazy is that? And like usually canned things have added salts and whatever. So anyhow, little a little bit of a, a little tip from my, my mom. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah, probably frozen broccoli. All right. All right. So we're wilted spinach and frozen broccoli. (laughs) Together, we will not be a salad. If you put those two things together to make a salad, I feel a little worried about you. 
Can you imagine a salad that's just broccoli and spinach? <laughs> Frozen just, broccoli and wilted spinach, to be exact. Two of the worst things that like you'd yeah. never want to consume. Like you have to force yourself to consume these things, anyways. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Except between you and me, I actually really like broccoli. I like broccoli better than some other things, but between you and me, I don't like any vegetables. <laughs> I can't relate to that. I am a veggie girly through and through. And I think that that's because my mom was the person who was like, we're going to a party. We need to bring something. It will be the veggie tray because people usually don't remember to bring it and everyone eats it either because they're guilt. They feel guilted into like, oh, there's vegetables. I should probably eat some or because they like them and don't think to buy them for themselves. That's true. I'm Kelly and I'm Mariah. And this is Peak Distraction, a podcast about everything. All right, so (laughs) it's been a long time since we recorded an episode. It's true. It's been... Three weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks? Well, it's been two full weeks. Because the last one we recorded was the book club episode. We, yeah, it was two full weeks. You're right. Bananas. Absolutely so bananas. long. It does. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. What have you been up to? Just my job. <laughs> That's not even true. That is literally not even true. I've done so many fun things this past week. How dare I just say my job? <laughs> That's it's like, offensive. It's like a panic thing. I always <laughs> do that. Literally today at the hair salon. What are you doing? Do you have any Friday plans or weekend plans? I'm like, no, nothing. I got nothing planned. <laughs> literally not true. I just like freeze and become the most yes. boring person in the world. <laughs> Same. I my brain cannot come up with anything exciting, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Like in our, Can't think in of our teams, <laughs> I, mm, brain empty. Thoughts <laughs> not a one. <laughs> uh, there, oh I've got too many thoughts all the times of the day, and then someone asks <laughs> me a question, and I can't think of anything. And all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, my mind is silent. <laughs> I people should ask me more questions <laughs> I wouldn't need to pay for drugs I wouldn't need to be medicated for my ADHD anymore yep. I would just get to exist <laughs> wild absolutely wild um gosh Kelly <clears throat> since we last recorded I on my birthday went to the um an event called All Pints North which is where like literally over a hundred breweries come to the a park near me and you get to sample as many as you want. And we had such a fun time. It was so good. And that was for your birth. That was on your yeah. birthday. It was right? on my birthday. Yeah. It's like they knew and they just said, Hey kiddo, we'd like to celebrate you. Here's a party. Pay us $65. And I said, okay. <laughs> Those events are super fun, though. Yeah. And 
like you get to try so many other things that you wouldn't mm-hmm. normally try. Yes. And I think I that have... like the $65 seems expensive, but it really does go a long way. Yeah. And considering you get to sample from so many different places, mm-hmm. totally yes. worth it. And places that I would have never even heard of. Like, yeah, there were just a handful of breweries that I was like, this, I'm going to write down the name of this place and find you later because this was lovely. I had a vanilla latte beer. And Kelly, when Oof. I tell you that it was so vanilla-y, so latte-y, so creamy, so coffee-y, I was a happy freaking camper. That sounds incredible. so happy. It was. It was really good. And another place, Kelly, was stirring edible glitter into their beer. So I had glittery beer, and I never want anything different for the rest of my life. I was sad at every place after that. I want to get edible glitter to keep in my home (laughs) just to put on everything because (laughs) glitter makes everything better. I'm so glad we're on the same page about this. I personally think that we should both buy edible glitter and then anywhere we go we should just put it into our drinks and then people around us will be like what did you order and we'll say it and then they'll get that and then maybe they'll be sad but they'll look at us and go why does yours look like that and we'll say would you like some edible glitter hey i got some extra (laughs) come over here come over here come closer (laughs) i would not trust anyone giving me edible glitter (laughs) Patted down at the TSA, and they're like, What's this? Explain yourself. Well, it's just my travel glitter. <laughs> hey, I don't I don't leave a home without that. And if you make me get rid of it, I will cry right here and now. I will not throw it in the trash. I- <laughs> You'll have to throw me in the trash before I throw my glitter in the trash. <laughs> It's like when people are drinking their water bottles furiously before they get to TSA. We're just like (laughs) dumping packets of glitter into our mouths. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of TSA, I just Uh flew last week. That's why we haven't recorded for two weeks. (laughs) And I get so annoyed going through TSA. I don't know about you, but like, I get annoyed with not TSA, but like other people because I am prepared when I go up there. I have my Kindle ready to take out. My Kindle and my liquids are packed at the very top of my backpack so that I can just quickly take them out and put them back in. Um, Uh I wear sandals with socks so that I'm not wearing bare feet, but my shoes are easily take offable. And Mm -hmm. I like, I have everything ready to go. I have my jacket off and everything. Yeah. And there are some people that literally take 15 minutes and then the TSA people, they keep on going like, wait, what do I need to put in the tray? Whatever. And I, I, I get that it's different at every airport. Yeah. And that's a little confusing, but they're shouting it every five seconds. Yep. <laughs> I was just going to say those TSA agents are not messing around. They're telling you what to do. <laughs> you just have to put on your listening ears and listen. And without fail. The TSA agents will be like, you don't need to take this off or you don't need to take this Mm -hmm. out. Keep it in your bag. And they, again, say that every five seconds. And every single time the person in front of me starts taking it out and they're like, ma'am, put it back. I just said you don't need to take it out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. 
like your I like your TSA agent voice. If we have any TSA agents, will you please call into the podcast and give us your best rendition of what you do at work every day so we can compare it to what Kelly does? <laughs> Am I a TSA no. agent yet? <laughs> I <laughs> No, you're not done being a silly goose yet, Kelly. You can't be a silly goose and a TSA agent. Silly me. Silly, silly you. Um, How was your trip? It was very fun. Good. I laid on the beach every day. I did a bioluminescent tour. What does that mean? It's where, like, the water glows. And, like, James Cameron did that same tour in florida and that's where he like got the visuals for avatar the way of water i was literally just going to ask you who james cameron was and but now i feel like i understand he has something to do with avatar have you not seen avatar i've only seen the first one (laughs) okay well the second one is on disney plus now so (gasps) watch it uh, okay. But yeah, essentially bioluminescent, bioluminescent water it has to do with the phytoplankton. It's a special type of phytoplankton and they're in abundance and they, gl- they glow They uh-huh. and they only glow once every 18 hours. So they like recharge during the day and Whoa. then they'll glow again at night and they'll only glow once. So every time you see a glow, just to like give you an idea of how many phytoplankton are in this water, every time you put your paddle in or every time you see a fish go by and it glows up, that phyto those phytoplankton are done. They're <gasps> done glowing until the next night. That's bananas. Yeah, so many, but it is so freaking cool. So you go at night. We did. You yeah. can do kayaks, and we did a raft. I think. Yeah, we did a raft, but you can do kayaks or canoes. I think as well. Um, yeah. And it's in kind of a lagoony area around Cocoa Beach and like around NASA's property. Yeah. And so so cool. It literally just glows in the dark, and it's like green or blue. I think we had mostly green water, but you can get blue phytoplankton as well, and. Every time you put your paddle in, it glows. It's so awesome because originally I was scared that mm-hmm. a alligator was going to creep up on us. Valid. Literally not possible because you can see it was incredible. We'd be around a school of fish and you can see yeah. every single fish swimming in the water. You'd see a fish like zooming out. They're like well below the water, but you can see them Whoa. because the water glows in the dark whenever it t- anything touches it. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Also, you sounded like such a scientist when you said phytoplankton. (laughs) Thank you. Did you have to do any research or did you just remember that? I just remembered that. That's incredible. Look (laughs) at you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a scientist. Thank you. I know the word phytoplankton. That sounds incredible. So would highly recommend do it. Do it, do it, do it. Great. Also, so we're oh, going to start carrying phytoplankton with us as well. Yes. Just a little bag of it. Yes. And a little bag of glitter. How is your beer glowing? I got tons <laughs> of phytoplankton. <laughs> do you think that's your safe to eat or would you like? You'd definitely like get ill. 
our tour guide was saying that her boyfriend fell into that water. Her boyfriend's also a tour guide. Mm-hmm. And he fell into the water for like two minutes and was very, very sick for like a week. <gasps> what? Yeah. Like he swallowed like one gulp of it and was very ill. So so don't – here's another science good, rule. though, for <laughs> the thrill of it. <laughs> you know what, Kelly? Um – I think I'm going to stick with my edible glitter for right now. Okay. But if you ever want to <laughs> liven that glitter up. L- live life on the edge with some phytoplankton. Great. I, I know who to talk to about it. All right. <laughs> I'll send you the tour guide information. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. You come home on the trip. And TSA pulls you aside and they're like, ma'am, what's in this jar? (laughs) Phytoplankton, I swear. (laughs) Don't shake it, it'll have to recharge. (laughs) It'll glow again in 18 hours. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Poor TSA agents. I know. Okay, I have a question for you. This is a question that came up on the Florida trip okay. and my friends wanted me to ask you it. Oh no. <laughs> they were like, Please. So I had this question to clarify. It was originally my question. Amazing. And it entertained us for like an hour. And then they were like, please make sure that you ask this on the podcast. So. Okay, great. Do you think there is more ocean water currently is there more ocean water currently than there is amount of urine output that of humans that have ever existed on the planet? That is an incredible question. Wait, right? Did you just come up with that? <laughs> yes, that's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. This is the new uh, are there more doors or wheels question, and I like it. Yes. Um, oh, gosh. Well, how much does a person pee regularly? Like, how much pee do you think a person... That is the question. We Googled this. This is why we spent an hour answering this question. <laughs> what um, was the answer? There's a lot pee? of math. Well, I want to hear what your answer is first before well, I tell you. Okay. In all time, every human being for all of the time that it Every human being that's ever existed, their urine output versus ocean water that is currently existing on Earth. Okay, do we're we're not including animals, just humans. Just humans. Okay. Well, sometimes I forget how deep the ocean is. Does it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I forget that there. It's not just the top layer of the ocean. Like there's a reason I'm afraid of it. Um, and it's because of the depths. Oh, gosh, all people ever. How many billions of people is that? Like probably trillions and quadrillions of people. How many people have existed? Oh, no. <laughs> See, there's a lot of math that goes in. <laughs> and Kelly, why would you ask me this? I am not a mathematician. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. So. My. 
my gut is saying, my heart is saying the ocean, absolutely the ocean, because I have no idea how big it is. And my gut is saying, I think it might be human pee because of how many humans there are and how much people pee. People pee a lot. Yeah. I sometimes pee like 12 times a day. (laughs) That's really good. You're fighting off um, potential illnesses. I have a really small bladder. Well, That's, I guess, lucky because otherwise bacteria grows inside of your bladder and that's not okay. Ooh. Yeah. Don't hold your pee, guys. If you need to pee, find a bathroom. <laughs> it's really bad for you. Did you not know that? No, I knew that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, a doctor told me when I was in like middle school because I was like, she goes, how often do you pee? And I was like, I don't know, twice a day. And she was like, what? A day? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And she was like, you literally can't do that. <laughs> I was like, okay. So oh I stopped doing that. I'm it was I was like 12. I didn't I didn't know any better. I barely drank any water at that time though either. So <laughs> let's be so real. I was a dehydrated queen back then. <laughs> oh man, I wonder how much people peed in like medieval times, you know? Because that seems like a whole lot of work. Like, I mean, I don't I think that changes their total urine output, though. I guess. Do you think the first person to realize that they were peeing was, like, surprised by it? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Maybe. Probably. I'd be shocked if I didn't know. That's, but I guess they probably, yeah. anyhow. Well, and then the other thing to think about is, like, how many humans are on record is maybe not how many humans have actually existed because think of underdeveloped countries, think of colonialism and just how poorly people were treated and how poorly. Or even like, I mean, there have been censuses for five ever, but like those can't even count everybody. And I... They probably didn't actually count women, did they? Some years, probably not. (laughs) On the odd years, women are not counted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so my final answer, I think, is pee. I think that there's more pee in the world than there is ocean. Okay. What's the answer? I don't remember the exact (laughs) numbers, um, but... It would take like a trillion more years for humans to catch up to the amount of ocean water there is. So that's how Are big you the ocean was. No, the ocean is massive. So remember when I said, what didn't I say that my brain said the ocean wow. and my heart said people? Yeah. That's. And I should have stuck with my brain. That was that was my response too. I went with my heart on that. I was like, "There's no way. There have been so many human beings, and yeah. like people pee so much." Yes. And how much do how much do humans pee every time they pee? Average. Um, we looked. So when we did this math, we looked up what is the average amount of urine output of like the average human life and we used that number that is a really good way to do that 
Yeah, because we were like, the average will probably even out because some people live longer, some people die earlier, so yeah. we can probably just use the average number. Dude, um, that's wild. Yeah, but even with that average number, like, basically... All of humanity's urine has not even put a dr- has like put one drop of urine in the ocean. I hate that so much. Isn't that insane? That I I literally can't the even think ocean in a straight is line. So huge. The ocean is so big. I you know what? You know how people are like ocean. Would you like what's what is more scary to explore the ocean or to explore space? Honestly. The ocean. Space is... If... So, okay. The government said that there are aliens. Whatever. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> I think that there's probably aliens. I'm going to I'm gonna put it out 100%. The, I think it's really you. narcissistic to think that we're the only planet with living things on yes. it. Yes. Yes. You know what? Retweet. And so anyhow, we believe in aliens on this podcast. Um, that's all for today. Um, no, but I think that meeting another living being from another planet while very improbable because of them being light years away from us is way less scary than seeing like a beast come forth from the depths of the water. Like have, have you seen, I just lost the word for it. It's those really sturgeon. Have you ever seen a picture of a sturgeon before? I've seen a sturgeon. How big was it? Massive. I was in a canoe when I was five on the Mississippi, and I was like, there's a monster. (laughs) Yes. Well, and that's that's what I think about is like those things live in rivers that are not that big and end up so big. (sighs) I never want to know what's at the bottom of the ocean. We have very different views on this. I am way more terrified of space really the ocean scares me a lot less is it because the option for having like truly intelligent life that could intentionally do something to harm us is out in the space no see this is where we kind of view things differently you're like thinking about like the different creatures which yeah ocean Uh creatures kind of kind of funky right like Uh, some of them are like why why do you exist? Why do you look that way? Uh-huh. <laughs> what that happened? Hurtful to the ocean. If but, you exist, okay. aliens certainly exist. <laughs> uh, I think all the proof we need that aliens exist mm-hmm. lies in the bottom of the ocean. They're connected for sure. Um, <laughs> that was such a bold statement. <laughs> well... I hate that I kind of agree with you. <laughs> okay. Again, we're not doing any research on this. We're not scientists, but Kelly is a scientist, so. I did say the word phytoplankton, so. <laughs> you did also do all of the math to find out how much pee there was in the world. Yes. I was very <laughs> committed to this question because I was die hard. Like, there is more human urine. Not even close. No, Not that's even close. Wild. But so we are approaching this differently. I'm not okay. concerned about like the life. Would it be? Yes, I'd rather meet probably maybe an alien versus an ocean monster. Okay. But I think about like 
at least I'm still on Earth, and if I'm falling, I'm falling to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> and I figure it's a lot less falling, whereas even just traveling in space to try to get somewhere, like, it's just, it's space. Like, I can't even, like, that's all I can say. Like, it's just space. There's nothing. There's nowhere. Where do yeah. you go? <laughs> I think that's a question for Buzz Aldrin. Where, you Ask don't him. go anywhere. There's nowhere for you to go. <laughs> There are literally so many things that can go wrong in space. Like, I like that's just like a death wish. I go in the ocean, not nearly as much as I would like to, but I do go in the ocean. <laughs> See, and I'm not afraid of going in the ocean, but like, I'm equating it to being on a cruise ship versus a spaceship. I would want to be on a I'd, cruise ship, mostly because yeah. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be on a cruise ship. And that's the other thing is I'm terrified of heights. So yeah. the ocean feels even though you're you'd still be falling to the depths a little bit, mm-hmm. you're falling in water, you're not falling in space. I, I would like, also like flying also terrifies me. Have I you hate seen the jello airplanes. Theory? So no. It's like Look it up afterwards. If you're listening, look it up because I'm not going to do it justice. Look up the Jello theory, or not theory, but like the Jello explanation of flying. Essentially, someone like pushes an airplane into Jello, like a, or a toy into Jello, and they're like, "This is literally the amount of pressure that is around the plane. You're not going to just like bloop and fall." And turbulence is literally just someone tapping on the Jello. I, I said know. I wasn't going to explain it, and then I did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that I think about that stuff that does make me feel better. But as we all know, anxiety is not a <laughs> rational thing. You know, uh, I, I don't have. Know what you're about my anxiety is all very rational, Kelly. <laughs> well, okay, so I forget that I have flight anxiety because I didn't used to have flight anxiety uh-huh. as a child. I loved flying. And, like, always wanted to look out the window and everything. And then I um, developed a sense of fear and rationality. And now when I fly on a plane, I'm, like, I'm going to – when I get on the plane, I'm, like, I'm in this freaking tube. (laughs) It feels like there's ground beneath me, but there's not. I'm in the sky. If I – if we drop, we're all dead. And we are just going to all drop. Um, a couple months ago, I was like, hmm, maybe I could become a flight attendant. And then I got on the plane last week and I was like, literally could never be a flight attendant. Could not be me. Could not do it. I could not do it. I will go on planes because I like to go places. Mm -hmm. But it's rough. I have found out, though, that I need to sit in an aisle seat. And if I sit in an aisle seat, it is a lot better. If I am... On a win- in a window seat, mm-hmm. um, it is really, really bad because I know you can, like, shut the windows, but you can, yeah. like, hear the engines in the sky yeah. a lot more, and just, like, hearing that really freaks me out. So I have to sit in an aisle seat, and I have to have my headphones, like, on and volume way, way up, and I have to chew gum the whole time. And I can't get any beverage because if I <laughs> if I have to pee, I don't want to pee in those bathrooms. I will for sure die if I go pee oh, in those. Peeing in those bathrooms is terrifying. <sighs> um, that's really interesting. So I, the first time I flew alone as an adult, I had to, for a minute, just like close my eyes and say, you are on a bus. You're not <laughs> flying through the air in a metal tube with these 200 other people. 
or however many people were on the plane. I don't know how many people fit on an airplane. I just was like, you're not going to die here. You're on a bus. You're fine. Um, But now I listen to like pink noise when I'm really stressed and overwhelmed, which is essentially the sound of being in an airplane. (laughs) And it's soothing to me. (laughs) Give me a heart attack. Good thing flight attendants are CPR trained because the bus thing does not work on me. And you can't be tricked. If if an oxygen mask ever, ever drops, uh-huh. I immediate cardiac arrest. <laughs> immediate. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There's... I'm amazed that you still fly. Well, I, I like to go places. <laughs> And your, wa- your wanderlust is stronger than your absolute yes. terror of flying. And truthfully, I have just as much anxiety when it comes to driving. And really? I think that flying is safer than driving. It is. So Statistically, according yeah. to somebody. I mean. In a movie I watched one time. Sounds pretty <laughs> accurate. I mean, if you take into account, like, there's not as many cars... As there are planes. Or there's not as many planes as there are cars. I said I was that just wrong. Say, do you mean to flip and then all of the planes are like federally regulated and ready to fly. Yeah. Whereas cars are up to human civilian care, you know. That's and true. um they're also being driven. It's a you have to go through a lot more tests and qualifications to become a pilot than you do to be handed a driver's license. That's true. So and there's any no old hooligan can you. be driving. There's no jello around you. <laughs> Unless you bring your own jello, but that seems a little excessive. Yeah. Wow. I might just put my car in jello. <laughs> I'm now I'm imagining you Behind the wheel with a baggie of glitter and a baggie of phytoplankton, jello <laughs> covering your car, like drying on and getting kind of crusty. And you're just like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're going to live through this car ride today. You're so safe right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my phytoplankton. <laughs> Nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Nothing can harm me now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I love this. There's no when you're flying, there's no risk of like hitting a deer. Can you imagine? Um, Kelly, that's kind of offensive to our flying reindeer. I'm sorry, I forgot about those ones. How dare you forget about Rudolph and pals? <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> I think birds die by plane a lot. Uh, do birds fly that high in the sky? I could be very wrong. This is just a guess. This is a wild guess. <laughs> you know what? You've said so many sciencey things today. I just trusted you. I, love I just that. thought probably she's right. <laughs> I bet a takeoff and landing that happens. Yeah. Dude, landing scares me. Every time I'm landing, I look out the window and I'm like, we are far too close to those cars. There's no way that, that our distance from those cars is safe for anybody, myself included. 100%, Where's the jello? 100%. Where is the jello? <laughs> My anxiety turns me into little into a little bitch when I land. <laughs> like Every single time, time I'm like, wow, that was a rough landing. <laughs> I'm like, I could do better. <laughs> if we have any pilots who listen to this podcast, if we have any pilots who listen to this podcast, please also call in. And tell us 
about how Kelly should learn how to fly a plane. Truthfully, I've been thinking about getting my pilot's license just so I know that if anything were to happen to the pilots, I know there's always a backup pilot. (laughs) (laughs) That is... (laughs) I should probably go to therapy, huh? Yes. (laughs) Probably therapy before I get my pilot's license. (laughs) When I tell you, when I tell you that my brain works the exact same way, just in smaller like wanted in like smaller situations <laughs> i have i have also been like maybe i should just i don't know go get my license in that in case this ever happens yeah I'll read a book about it or something yeah i think it's partially a control thing too like i feel better if i'm the one in control flying wouldn't be as scary if i was the one flying the plane yeah that's very fair i think flying would be way more scary for me if i had to fly the plane that kind of control would I just would feel like you don't like that kind of control I don't like that kind of control I don't get me wrong I need that kind of control like driving I would much rather drive than be the passenger oh my gosh great I love being the passenger next time we're together you little passenger yes (laughs) I literally I was visiting a friend um who was it's such a complicated it doesn't matter where she was coming from or where we were going but I, we, I was in her hometown and I looked at her and I was like, do you want to drive today? And she's like, yeah, I'd love to. And I just gave her my car keys. And every time we went to my car, I would just hand, she, I don't think she even gave my car keys back to me. She just was like, all right, I'm driving. And I looked at her and I was like, am I your passenger princess? And she's like, if that means you're the passenger. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. You can call me princess now. <laughs> Where's my tiara and edible glitter? I'd like I... those things. Do you remember, I usually, I feel like I usually drive whenever we get together and then you drove primarily mm-hmm. the last time that we hung out. And I do remember you being just very nervous all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I am very nervous when it comes to drive. Like if I'm alone, I'm much more comfortable when someone else is in the car. Because, okay, between you and me and everyone listening to this podcast, um, I've said that twice now, between you and me, and however many listeners we have on this episode. Um, when I'm driving alone, I say a lot of like, get out of my way, buddy. Those kinds of things. Do you actually <laughs> like, say buddy or is sometimes or is, <laughs> or is that um, podcast version? That is also very much podcast version. <laughs> <laughs> there are, sometimes I use other words, but like, I don't know. I just, I say a lot of things out loud, but I don't say those things when other people are around me. And so it just like bottles up inside of me and I get more and more nervous. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I'm like, I am scared of everything, but I'm not scared of anything. I'm aggressive and terrified. You know, I'm I'm like, what's that kind of dog? That's, oh, I'm like a chihuahua when I'm driving sometimes. (laughs) Aggressive and also just terrified. It happens. The two can coexist for sure. Chihuahuas are evidence of that. Scientific evidence. I hate that I just compared myself to a chihuahua, but it's where we're at in life. I am afraid I'm never going to live that down. Mariah. Maybe I'll edit it out. Chihuahua. (laughs) The trash dog of all trash dogs. (laughs) I feel like I would then maybe if we're talking about travel wise probably mm-hmm. like be a golden retriever just be a big big baby 
the whole but, like, time, so but then so excited that I'm going somewhere. And like so happy to be along for the yeah. ride, but also like, like, I'm, a little bit I'm so excited this is happening. I love traveling so much, but also I really, really hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> my tail is between my legs and I will cry in the backseat the whole time. Please pet me. I, are, are you sure you can drive? Because I could drive maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Just a thought. Okay. Whatever works. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Wow. How did we get to flying? Oh, TSA? because of oceans. Oh, ocean? No, it was because of oceans I and aliens, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to phytoplankton. <laughs> all, ro- all roads led to phytoplankton that day. And uh, oceans and aliens. Oh, Always ocean- the answer. Oceans and aliens? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for going on this journey with me. Wow. Mariah. Oh my listeners. gosh. Thank you for thank you for being on this journey with me. I seriously, when I tell you that, I've been looking forward to asking you this pee question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so honored that you were looking forward to it and that your friends were like, you need to ask on the podcast. I just, yeah. I'm mostly impressed with how much research you did. Normally you're a no research kind of lady. I was very committed. Very committed to the answer to this. That's incredible. I decided that if we couldn't find the answer then and there, I was actually going to go get a PhD with that as my research question. (laughs) So (laughs) thankfully, I did not have to do that because I don't want to get a PhD. But I would have. That's how committed I am. That is how committed I am to this. I feel like you would have gotten halfway into your PhD program and your advisor would be like, so Kelly, um, explain to me again why you're studying phytoplankton. <laughs> um, it has something to do, and also urine. What is your what is your field of study exactly, Kelly? Good question. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to be called Dr. Mash. I don't know. <laughs> I get in, I tell them what my research question is, and in my interview, they like give me the answer to my question. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like quickly okay, does the math in their head and is like, There you go. We saved you a PhD. Thank we you. saved you Thank prob- you. Hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of your life. <laughs> years of your life. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Kelly, is it time for the Stars Hollow Gazette? Probably because I have to go pack for a trip. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I need, I also need to pack for a trip. Mine is much shorter than yours, though. We... Mine is a 24 hour turnaround. <laughs> so lucky. I'm going to spend. <laughs> 40 hours, roughly. Maybe, probably a little bit more than that in the car. Just just on the traveling part. Just on the traveling. Well, yeah, 40 hours on the traveling part. A little bit more when you think about driving within the national park, which national parks are huge, so there's going to be uh-huh. lots of driving there. So. Oh, no. It's okay. So what are your Kelly, updates? Should... Wait, but I need you to start keeping voice memos on your phone to upload your own personal episode. Um, <laughs> of my time in the car yeah yes we are 10 minutes in <laughs> i am anxious I'm and i've well. eaten all the snacks <laughs> golden retriever energy put it's in place thank you 
We are 30 minutes in. I finally convinced everyone to let me drive. (laughs) We're 45 minutes in and I was only allowed to play one Taylor Swift song. I'm crying now. (laughs) We are an hour in. I've turned around. (laughs) Hoping no one notices. (laughs) Passenger B has started complaining. (laughs) Keep it anonymous, you know, for the sake of your your travel companions. (laughs) All right, I will. I'm gonna. Give them, I'm gonna keep this travel lock. Give, give them some um, like Dragonlance titles. Yes, code I think names. That that's what you need. Yeah, I feel like I need to film this. Like, um, you know, like 127 hours when he like films himself like cutting off his arm. Like, I feel like I need to do it camcorder style, just like in a bunker under stress. I'm just like always gonna like put a blanket over my head in the car and just breathe really heavily, look really sweaty. <sighs> I don't know if we're gonna make it. <laughs> we're four hours in, and by that I mean five, because I did drive all the way back. <laughs> I don't know if there's a time change or not, so truthfully, I can't even tell you the time of day. <laughs> This is incredible. This I don't want to I don't want to use my entire data plan for the month so my phone's <laughs> on airplane mode. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Is that your Stars Hall Gazette? Is that your update? No, actually. Oh. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you my real update? Yeah. You're going to love this. I started okay. rewatching Pretty Little Liars again. <gasps> Oh my gosh, <laughs> Kelly, when I tell you that I've been watching it as well, <laughs> maybe it's an end of summer thing for us. Maybe that's what this is. So nostalgic. Yes. I, wa- so well, I nostalgic. started it because I needed something comforting to watch on the mm-hmm. plane. And I was like, Pretty Little Liars absolutely is going to get me through this flight. And it did. It really did. And then I came home and was like, I can't stop watching it. <laughs> And that's how it happens every time. I'm like, I just really want to see that one episode. And then I watch it and I'm like, well, now I have to watch the whole series again. Yeah, I have to start from episode one. <laughs> oh, man. Darn it. <laughs> I was talking to a friend recently and she said something about her comfort show. And I was like, isn't that kind of scary to be a comfort show? And she was like, isn't yours Pretty Little Liars or Stranger Things? And I was like. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're making honestly, you're right. Mine are also weird. Okay. <laughs> oh that's incredible. Gosh. Yeah, it is. I did think about that. I was like, is it weird that this is my comfort show? Do I? But it's really not that scary, though. No, it's not. No. The only time that it's scary is when they're down in that bunker thing. Yes, that is the only time it's scary. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And by the t- third time you watch it, it's less scary. Yeah. I just, um, I'm not going to say anything else about it, but I know that we had originally released a Pretty Little Liars Part 1. Uh-huh. We do have like two other episodes that we've yeah, done, we do. but personally, I want to redo those because Same. we are both currently watching it. And so I just wanted to let you know that I'm rewatching it and that I'm game to. Re-record those episodes. Yes. Can we? I would yes. love that so much. Yes. Okay, great. So I, I, to, I have I so many to thoughts. up to where you are then. I'm on season the... two. Okay, great. Then I will go back to season two. 
Okay. And then I'm probably going to be on season four after this road trip. <laughs> I plan on Honestly. only watching Pretty Little Liars when I'm not That's- driving. <laughs> That's amazing. So. I love that. Okay, yeah. great. This is, I love this for us so much. Mm-hmm. Can't even wait. Mm-hmm. Literally can't even wait. Okay, perfect. Um, That's incredible. Okay, what's your Star's Hollow Gazette? What's your love update? Kelly. That's a great question. So you know how I was like, I went to Alpines North on my birthday. Yeah. Then three days later, I went back to the same park and I saw Boney there. Justin Woo! Vernon. Oh my gosh. Was that just incredible? It was. So you know how, I don't know if we've said this on the podcast, but when you did come and visit me at the beginning of the summer, we had gone out to a place called Park Point. Mm-hmm. And as we were driving back, you were like, Mariah, this just feels like an indie movie. Like this is this whole situation. And I was like, that's such a good point. And I've had that in the back of my mind as I go throughout my summer and being at this concert at Bayfront Park, on literally one of the hottest days, like close to record highs, hot days. Um, it was like a Wednesday night and I was at a concert and I just was like, this is incredible. And then at the end, he played his song that's, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's Rabbi, but it's like R-A-B and then lower, all in caps and the lowercase I for anyone who cares. Um, I had not listened to that album before coming to the concert, but it's like one of my favorite songs of his right now. And there's a line that is um, like, if you do not do it, it will be left undone, which is a super convoluted way of saying like, do the thing. Like you just, if there's something that you want to do, that's going to make your life better do the thing and he even made like a little speech about it and I literally was like that's you're not allowed to be so inspiring okay because I want to change my whole life now how dare you how dare you do this to me (laughs) how dare you and I ran into a couple into a friend from college I went with a friend from college then I ran into another friend from college and I was like this is incredible it was just it was so lovely so that's really my biggest update sounds like such a wonderful night yeah, it was. It was and so, so life changing. We love a life changing yeah. concert. We do. We do. It's weird to go to concerts post Taylor, though. They're very different. Most concerts yeah. are not the Taylor concert. <laughs> Literally. I feel like I need to go to a lot more to sort of get my bearings back for what yeah. a normal concert is. For sure. Definitely oh, use no, that I as an to... excuse to go to more concerts. <laughs> oh no, I have to buy more tickets to see more uh, concerts. No, I have to see more live music. What a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate that. Boo. Just kidding. <laughs> I also had a friend come stay with me and we watched most of the Twilight movies. So I I've love had a lot that of good for things. You. <laughs> I've had a lot of good things in my life recently, is what I'm trying to tell you incredible (laughs) amazing kelly i think that you need to go eat dinner and you need to pack a bag and i need to pack a bag and go buy food go pack a bag and hit the road jack that's not my how many times do i have to tell you kelly i know you forgot my name but it is not jack i almost (laughs) called you jack at the beginning of this podcast (laughs) no i just slipped out at the end i'm sorry i can't believe you you're Jack and I'm 23. I-, <laughs> I love this for us. Um, friends who are listening, 
or enemies, if we have enemies listening, um, please follow our podcast wherever you listen to us. Follow us on Instagram. We also have a TikTok account that we don't use very often, but you can always follow us there if you'd like. Come hang. Um, you can leave us a voicemail or a text. The number is in the description, as always. And leave us a review. Rate us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. We love you guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, y'all. Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces. Bye. Bye. Love Love you.